The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. The lighter side of football. Unstinking believable. This is All Pro Lines with your hosts, Kostaki Economopoulos and Aaron Hodges. You want to crown them? Then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. Another season commences, and it's one for the books. The Rams are the champs, and all that it took was swinging for fences and going all in. Stafford to cup for the Super Bowl win. That's the one. That's a W. Now time for the Super Bowl MVP, Cooper Cup. Cool. <laughs> that reminds me of they're not booing, they're sanooing. Sanooing. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome into All Pro Lines. Kostaki Economopoulos, Aaron Hodges, and our boy Ethan with us today. Rams win. It's a happy ending to this crazy season, right? It's a, it was a great game, I you know. And if you're a Bengals fan, you're a little heartbroken today. But man, you got to feel good about your team going forward. So that's 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 good, right? Yeah, I mean, it's tough to take away a moral victory from the Super Bowl, but yeah, the Bengals have a bright future ahead of them. They'll be back. Yeah, it was a good game. And I wish my team had the Bengals future right now. They got some great <laughs> pieces and I saw the stat. It was uh this season the most sacked quarterback uh, was Joe Burrow. Yeah, right. Uh, and he was in a Super Bowl. So if they can fix that situation, mm-hmm. I imagine they'll do like the Chiefs did last year where they'll spend a whole offseason building an offensive line for this guy and uh they're going to be something to contend with. So kudos to the to the Bengals nation. A lot of kudos. Yeah, what would you think of the game? I, I I thought it was a great game. It's a lot of great storylines with Stafford and the coaches, youngest coaches, interesting play calling here and there. And we had a couple of wacky things with the flag I've never seen before. Which uh, one? Another an inactive player runs oh, on the field yeah. to celebrate. <laughs> yeah, I've never yeah. seen that flag. <laughs> what a knucklehead. Beckham gets a ring and Aaron Donald and... Sean McVay, you know, it's kind of cool. It looks like uh, the news just in the last couple hours is that maybe Beckham tore his ACL, which is like, ugh. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. But hey, man, at least he he caught a touchdown in the Super Bowl before he got hurt. And then wins the game. It's great. I mean, good for him. How Andreas said Mattress Mac lost big. That's right. He took the Bengals. It wasn't wasn't the points, right? He took them to win straight up. Oh, yeah. What's this guy do again? What's his promotion? He's He's a big furniture big shot in... Alabama or something. He bet a lot on Alabama to win national championship game. Ha ha. And then he bet a lot on the Bengals to win money line. Yeah. Andre says, yeah. Isn't it? He works some kind of promotion, right? Where he goes like, if um, he wins, these mattresses are like 30% off or something like that for every. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's actually pretty, it probably covers the vig, right? You get the, all this free promotion. It's kind of an interesting move on his part. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> so, uh, 
But uh, tough loss. <laughs> Very expensive promotion this last month or so. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I loved it. I just I was rooting for the Rams, and it was it's it was fun being here and seeing people run around with their blue and yellow shirts on and getting excited about it. And you know, hearing Randy Newman's "I Love L.A." song inters, interspersed <laughs> with uh, the calls from the playoff game, and hey, it was cool to see the home team win two years in a row. Yeah, home, home Super Bowl winner. Never happened before two years ago. Now it's two years in a row. Crazy. We're going to have to move this game to Jacksonville, so this will never <laughs> happen again. <laughs> Urban Meyer hanging out at Mar-a-Lago, by the way. Um, <laughs> so what was your favorite commercial? I think I was partial to the the one with all the, the tiny players in the house. I think I liked that one. That was the worst one. Yeah, you would say that. <laughs> I hated that one so much. You would say that because you didn't recognize half of them. No, it lasted uh-huh. so long. It just never ended. <laughs> it just kept the, going. The cartoon, little cartoons running around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was really cool. Pate, uh, Walter Payton got his touchdown in the Super Bowl. Yeah, sweetness, baby. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, I like Paul Rudd and uh, and what's his name? Uh, those guys were funny. They're always funny together. Bit of an off year for ads, I thought. Oh, unless you're into crypto. <laughs> <laughs> Even then. <laughs> funny I joked about the uh the Jaguars. They already they already got the NFL futures betting odds up. Let's let's see how our teams are looking today. Oh, okay. the first day of the of the off season. We got the Falcons at plus six thousand, so it's Sixty to one, basically, is what that means. Oh, which is a little better than the Giants at a at a hundred to one. <laughs> oh, God. There's three teams below you though on the odds here. We've got Jaguars, Jets, and Titans. You can you can make even more if you bet on them to win the Super Bowl and win it. That's wasted money. <laughs> but bearing the lead here, the story is Chiefs and Bills top this list. Mm-hmm ahead of the Rams and mm-hmm. way ahead of the Bengals. Yeah. I mean, the Bengals, I think, still are going to have to prove it to some people. The Bills, I think you could argue, pretty unlucky that they didn't beat the Chiefs. Right. The Rams, uh, looks they don't know who's coming back. I didn't know that the, the buzz around Donald retiring was so strong. He might retire, you know. Von Miller. That seems Oh. Seems crazy. You you live your whole life and you finally get into a good situation and you think you could continue to be in that good situation. You know why not? I think sixty to one on the Falcons is pretty good. They're gonna Matt Ryan's far and away the best quarterback in the division. Breeze is gone. Brady's gone. Sean Payton's gone. Right? Who's the quarterback of the Panthers? Right. Like all of a sudden, the Falcons are in a pretty good spot. <laughs> they'll, have a, they'll have a winning record. They get hot in the playoffs, sixty to one. That's not crazy. Yeah, when you think of the Falcons, you think stability. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about the halftime show? What did you think? Enjoyed it. Big fan. That's right up your alley. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Wasn't expecting fifty, so that was a nice surprise. It was interesting. I liked seeing Anderson Pack up there. My man, best teeth in the game. Uh, <laughs> so that was fun. The, I like those surprises. I was halfway expecting to see Anderson Pack, but I uh, was still a little bit surprised to see him. It was cool. He's one of my favorites. But yeah, I thought it was really cool. It was obviously well planned out. It's cool how they're going from room to room in that thing. Uh, yeah, 
Is that is interesting. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Ethan, I'd love to hear your input. Are these guys you knew all these guys? They're not too old for you. They're sort of the big shots of the genre, and it trickles down even when you're an embryo in the universe. Yeah, I knew about. It. I thought it was cool. Um, I really liked all like the choreography, like the dancing and stuff that was going on. I thought the set was cool too, with like the cross-sectioned house. I really liked it. I know a lot of people were like, "It's trash." And all this stuff, but I was—I I thought I thought it was fun. I had fun watching it. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. I, yeah, I mean, some huge names. Uh, I joke about the houses. Was it was a it was a Proud Boys nightmare. A bunch of rappers and hip hop stars take over a white neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I was surprised by a couple of things. I, I was surprised that the Rams' offense seemed to fall apart when Beckham left for a while. Like it really took them a while to yeah. get back in the gear. Yeah, it really did. Um, it looked at the beginning of that game like it might be a blowout, and I was surprised that the Bengals kept slugging. And uh, I thought they did a great job staying in the game. But yeah, it ended up being a little bit of kind of what I thought. I, I think it was the the difference in the game was the the Rams defense against the Bengals offensive line. So, you know, uh, both offenses had some haymakers. The the cornerbacks had a tough night. Eli Apple and uh, Jalen Ramsey both I thought were sort of exposed a couple three times each like like yikes like woof but yeah good game i'm happy for sean McVay. i think he's one of the best coaches and he didn't shout down the talks of retirement right away in the way you think that a guy who's definitely not retiring might who McVay? yeah what they're talking about him retiring yeah there's a little bit of buzz about it oh i don't know he's so young i know right uh let's do some jokes and maybe bring in glenn should we do that Oh, okay. The two-minute drill. There's Glenn. The two-minute drill is brought to you by Daily Comedy News. It's what's happening in comedy ten minutes a day, seven days a week. Daily Comedy News, wherever you get your podcasts. Rams win. It was like Stafford and Beckham were at an NFL fantasy camp. This is what it's like to play for a real-life professional football team. (laughs) (laughs) Happy for Stafford. He lived the dream that we all have because whatever your walk of life is, you know, you always think if I can get out of this place, I could really make it. You know, it changed things. Flint Water has asked for a trade. (laughs) They feel like they could be great somewhere else. Now the Rams can turn to making plans for their next first round pick in 2040. Could be Van Jefferson's new baby. (laughs) Van Jefferson's wife rushed from the stadium to the hospital to have a baby, right? Beckham has been on standby for his first baby, right? Mm-hmm. It's hard to plan for that, right? When you're, you know, when you're Odell Beckham, you think you're available in February. You know, <laughs> you, play, <laughs> you play for the recent Giants and Browns. You're wide open in the winter. Yeah, know? right. Yeah. <laughs> After the game, Aaron Donald was crying. Odell Beckham was crying. There were more tears than Tammy Faye Baker watching This Is Us. <laughs> that's a that's an old reference and a new reference. Look at you. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, a little something for everybody. Hell of a game for Cooper Cup. Two scores, one cup. Yay! <laughs> Cooper won the Super Bowl MVP. He was also named Offensive Player of the Year. Offensive Coach of the Year, uh, still John Gruden. Cooper Cup was beating Eli Apple like it was a Peterson family flight home. <laughs> what happened there? Oh, my goodness. I was re- I'm trying to catch up. I'm trying to read about <laughs> it and see what happened. So Sunday morning, Adrian Peterson was removed from an airplane. It was apparently taxiing, and they turned it around to take Adrian Peterson off the plane for domestic violence. 
showing some range. I thought he was a switch hitter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Most assholes watch the game, then beat their wives. Adrian Peterson is just ahead of the curve on things. Yeah. <laughs> the flight attendants were just relieved a passenger was mad at somebody else. <laughs> So AP said today that he had a disagreement with his wife, but he doesn't hit women. Just linebackers and children. Mm. Uh, so I, I don't know. Maybe it's overblown, but it'd have to be something pretty significant to turn an airplane around. It's weird they wouldn't try to duct tape AP to the seat. <laughs> Seems like a yeah, guy who would... It's weird. It's weird that flight attendants wouldn't take on Adrian Peterson. Yeah, that seems like standard <laughs> protocol nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> Easy thing to do. Duct tape's pretty strong, man. Uh, halftime show brought to you by Pepsi, uh, but spiked with Hennessy. <laughs> I hope Bill Belichick didn't text Dr. Demento, congrats on the halftime show. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best joke of the day, but I don't know if everyone's going to get that. <laughs> uh, let's bring in Glenn Grizzard. Let's talk about these bulldogs. Who they? That's not a bulldog's thing to say. Hello, what's what up? up, buddy? What's up, Glenn? How about them dogs? Glenn's got a G oh, on his shirt. It's the best year to be a Georgia fan in the history of the universe. In the history of certainly my life and yours, and uh, many other lifetimes before. <laughs> you got the Bulldogs winning the national championship. You got Matthew Stafford winning the Super Bowl. Don't you got the Braves problems. winning. The Braves winning the World Series. Uh, Jeff Drake won our fantasy league. It's his best year of his, his life for sure. <laughs> I got no love for that. <laughs> Sony Michelle, another ring. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we give Sony one. We yeah, give Sony good. one. He yeah. didn't like fumble or nothing. <laughs> like, but come it on, is Matthew, cool. Matthew could have gotten that. Could have gotten an MVP just as easy as Cup did. Yeah, for sure. I mean, everybody's just love in love with, with Cup right now, but he wasn't. He wasn't catching those passes from just anybody. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I, he had a couple of picks, which, you know, what they were both kind of not particularly egregious, but I imagine that plays into it. Yeah, yeah. And, one of them was a punt, basically. Yeah, <laughs> and Cup is so, like, you know, the hottest thing in the universe right now. Could have been Aaron Donald, too, but, but let's talk about Matt Stafford. I mean, 12 years stuck in lion's land. I mean, you know, the he had a rough go of it in Georgia. It, it didn't go anywhere near where we were hoping it would go when he came there. So, you know, it, we, I'm I'm happy to see it. I'm happy to see it after all he's been through in Detroit and everything, and to, for him to finally get the chance and pull through. And and at least Joe Burrow didn't win it right off the bat. That that would have <laughs> been for Stafford to have to watch that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. I, last night I saw some. There were some comparisons to uh, Matt Ryan. If we could get Matt Ryan out of Atlanta, he could win one too. You know, they're kind of the same universe, roughly the same time frame. And I guess. I mean, <laughs> after watching Ryan this year, I don't know. I mean, yeah, there's no offensive line. It's nothing. I got nothing good good to say about the Falcons or Matt Ryan these days. <laughs> Sixty to one odds to win it all I'm, next year. God, you know what's going to happen. <laughs> Six you and eleven. If everything goes according to plan, they could they could be uh, they could be eleven and five. How many games are we playing now? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go eleven and six. That's what's gonna happen <laughs> because the rest of the division sucks. But it is astounding that Stafford had twelve years in Detroit, three playoff games. He went zero and three. 
He had one year in Los Angeles, and he went four and zero to win it all. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's it's so exactly the daydream of everyone stuck in their cubicle or whatever their walk of life is. Really, if I could just get that, you know, it's the Billy Joel song. I could be a star I mean, if I could just get out of this place, and it actually <laughs> happened. It's cool. What makes the Falcons look better than the Detroit Lions, though? (laughs) At least we're not Detroit. That's true. There's a handful of teams worse than the Falcons. Let's throw out a little love for Leonard Floyd, too, though. Yeah. That that defense. That defense was the Super Bowl winning defense, but I'm not saying that was the best team in the NFL this year. I think I I agree. Yeah, that game yesterday had been against the Bills or the Chiefs. The Rams do not win that game. Yeah, I think you're yeah, right. Yeah, I think you're right. Yep. Yeah, if they were not walking like an Egyptian, the Bengals would have <laughs> probably been the And they also got lucky that the, that, the, that the Packers were knocked out. You know, like they the, this was a kooky year where some of the big boys, you know, didn't make it deep. And, you know, yeah, I agree. But Aaron Donald running around, you know, that was cool. Uh, there's some there's some deserving players who, who got a win, so I'm happy for them. And I mean, it was the overall, the postseason was, I mean, there's nothing that even compares to the games that we had this postseason. It was just unbelievable. And last night was probably the least exciting one of them. Yep. That was bound to happen, though. I could have sworn it was going to be the Bengals come down and tie it and go to overtime and the Rams get the ball and go down and score without the Bengals touching it. That was just my assumption of what was going to happen. Yeah, I was thinking that's funny. I was thinking that, too, actually. Yeah, because the first play, the, the Bengals got a big gain on the first play or two of that drive, and I was like, oh, it's going to be a tie. We're going to overtime in a Super Bowl. Aaron Donald put it on his shoulders, though. I mean, he he was like, no, this, we're going to wrap this up now, right now, right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to talk about this. The The Rams on their last drive went forward on fourth and one from their own 30. Now, if they don't make that, is that the story of the game? Is that we're all debating Sean McVay being a lunatic? Yeah, I mean, especially the way the running game was looking. I mean, it was it was gutsy. I don't know why they didn't go go and start throwing that ball around a little bit earlier than they did. They were they were worrying me there for a while. That's like you got Stafford, you got Cup, go. Yeah, and they finally yeah, did. But you know, I mean that that commitment to the running game. I mean, it's it always drives me crazy. It drives me crazy when Georgia does it. Let's run up the middle again. Run up the middle again. Let's establish our manhood. And not throw it to these seventeen <laughs> weapons that we have all over the field that they have no chance of stopping. I mean, it's a, I just don't get it. Well, you know, there's extra points for establishing manhood. I uh, know. You know I that. Know. I mean, I get them for free, Aaron. So I, it's it's weird for me. I understand. Yeah. And that usually results in a hairstyle that looks like the McDonald's arch, but you know, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> it's out of control. You're looking wild, bro. How is uh how is life out in Key West? Did you where did you watch the Super Bowl? Did you go to the bar? I was so close to going to the bar over and over, and I just kept watching golf before the the four that started and kept going on and on. And I was like, well, I'm not going to get to see the end of this. If I go out, I'm going to watch a few more minutes. And then by, before you know it, it's fourth quarter, and I'm still sitting here drinking another glass of wine out of the bar. <laughs> yeah, Andreas brings up something in the chat that I also thought was a bit puzzling. There's two things that I had some issues with play calling-wise. Number one, like that Cooper Cup, that end around, you're talking about that fourth and one. Yeah, I was like, it, yeah, of course. Like, finally, why did you go away from Cup for so long? That like, 
oh, what a what a concept. Put the ball in your best player's hands. Great. <laughs> um, and then Pirine, he got the ball, was it was it third and one or fourth and one? I don't remember now. But that yeah, was his third fir- and one. Aaron Donald smashed him. Right. That was his first carry of the game. Yeah. And like the that late in the game, it's like you have Joe Mixon, he's he's the bruiser, right? Yeah, you got a, I mean, you got a guy that knows how to beat up a woman already oh, in the backfield. Oh man! I mean, from Oklahoma, that's 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 where they come from, right? You yeah. Know, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, and so yeah, that's put where him they in come there from. to get it. <laughs> he already threw a touchdown. He already, he already established the pass. Was that not the Georgia Bulldogs national championship touchdown? By the way, it was like a carbon copy. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. Was, it was, oh, it was perfect. I was, you know, I was cheering for him for that one because that looked just like George's play. That was a good throw. I was actually surprised to see him throw it that well. This yeah, is his first yeah. NFL pass in five seasons. That's a pretty good way to start slinging it around. Facebook had just shown me the 100 best touchdowns passes by non-quarterbacks just, just yesterday morning, and so I was kind of looking for something because um, they are – there, there have been some classic uh, halfback passes. Walter Payton used to throw it all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. LaDainian Tomlinson used to throw yeah. it. Yeah. There's a few of them that were really good. I think it's only happened three times in Super Bowls. Is that right? I mean, that Philly special, right? Is that, that count or is it just halfback passes? Oof. Oh, that should count for sure. That's not a quarterback. Yeah. yeah. The Rams attempt at that was oof. oof. Oh, yeah, it was brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Cooper did nail it with the throwing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so why Piran there? That's a great question. And also, uh, on the last play that the Bengals had the ball, with, when Donald is smashing uh, <laughs> smashing the quarterback and he sort of flings it sort of sadly yeah. at the end, Piran's got to die for that ball. He didn't even seem to try very hard. It was not a Julian Edelman attempt. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's all over. It's crazy. We didn't have Brady or Rodgers. We didn't have any of the regular – there were no Patriots playing. We didn't see Gronk. It's weird to have a Super yeah. Bowl without all these faces that we've become so accustomed to. And, you know, um, remember how we always used to see Kurt Warner's wife? We only saw Stafford's wife once, and she was up there in this, like, tight little tank, tank top thing. I was like, what, <laughs> what, what are you wearing to the Super Bowl, girl? I saw her a couple times. <laughs> Did you see the, the pictures of Frat Stafford going around this week? Frat oh, Stafford, what is that? There's a, there's a, well, it was sort of like an answer to, you know, to Joe Burrow being the stud or whatever. You see all these pictures of him. Somebody had put together a little collage of pictures of Matt, like in in college. He's like holding a keg and he's posing with these little, these little pretty (laughs) things. I remember those days. Yeah. We didn't hang out with Stafford or nothing. That was a little after our time. Yeah, that's right. Well, now the AFC is like the powerhouse conference for quarterbacks, right? There's like four or five or six guys that you're like, well, I, he's going to win a Super Bowl at some point, right? I would think. I mean, Allen was just too close. He was too close. I think if he was playing last night, I don't see how Stafford would have beat him. I agree. Yeah, he's that team's really good right now. I think they're going to be really fun to watch for a few years. If the fucking Chargers can get their shit together, they got the quarterback for the job too. Yep. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, I don't go anywhere. I stay right where I am. I don't want to go. He's going to go play for the Broncos and be in the same division with Why Herbert. Go play for the Bucks, Mahomes. Was anybody else upset that Daniel Jones didn't make an appearance in the uh, the Ford commercial, keeping up with the Joneses? 
He's not famous enough <laughs> as a Jones. I don't think he's the most famous Jones on that team. <laughs> they got to they play the clip of him running and then falling down by himself. <laughs> he, it's easy to keep up with this Jones. <laughs> I was like, where's DJ at? Come on, man. <laughs> oh, we got a request to see the uh, Super Bowl uh, balloon. There yeah. How was, uh, how was media row? How was it, man? That- it was really great, man. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you've you've been, you know what what it is. But we we got the freaky good setup this time, where Westwood One really like put us under their wing, and we were in one of the really cool booths. And and the producer guy was, I mean, this is how this is how good it was. At one point, he comes over and he goes, um, "I got Marshall Falk for you guys. You want to talk to him?" We're like, "Fucking yes, we th- <laughs> yes yes." We'll try to squeeze in Marshall Falk if we can. I mean, it was crazy. We talked to Chris Berman. We, you know, we talked to Najee Harris. Najee Harris is going to be a rock star, by the way. He is ridiculously likable and like laser smart. Yeah, really, I really like that guy. Um, Austin Eckler could be a CEO of a company. He was just like the nicest, <laughs> thought, most thoughtful guy. Um, we were really impressed with the guest list they had. Trey Wingo, we talked to for a long time. He had he had these great. He had a crazy story about. Because, you know, he does the NFL draft now. My favorite thing with Wingo was he uh, he had this story uh, about Joe Burrow when he was nine years old. I'll post it on social media so you guys can see it. There's this great story about how Joe Burrow with the team was – it was like a basketball game. The team was down like nine points with 30 seconds. And Joe Burrow scored like some crazy thing and made all these foul shots and won the game. And the coach said to somebody that uh, he'd never seen anything like that, and this kid's special. And then the sociology professor who was somehow worked with Joe at some point said that he's got the making of like a first responder or a cop or a uh, repeat offender. (laughs) (laughs) Could go either way. (laughs) So he's got this sort of cold distance from what's happening, and he can can really function at a high level. It was interesting that they – like had these scouting reports from when he was fucking nine years old. It's kind of astounding that they go that deep on these guys. But yeah, it was it was really fun. And then I also got to go and goof around and do all the other things where I, you know I've just had my phone and was chasing people around and getting them to tell me jokes. And <laughs> it was really cool. It was fun to hang with Willie Griswold and the media party was at Universal, so I took the girls and it's a private party, so we just like. There's no waiting. You just go ride all the rides. You just walk right on. It was cool. Sweet. I do have a question for you. Why'd you bitch out and not have Pac-Man Jones read one of your jokes about him? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I'm saying it's because of the beat down. (laughs) He probably would have. That's about Pac-Man. Like Most of the players were like kind of afraid to do any jokes with Edge. Yeah. But... You know, like Pac-Man, I, I probably should have had him do one of the other ones, you know. There was a joke in there about Kamara beating the Falcons. I'm surprised he didn't pick <laughs> that one. Um, yeah, Pac-Man was great. It, it was it was kind of fun. Like The only, the only two no's I got that were actively no's were uh, Drew Rosenhaus was too busy. He was on his way somewhere, fucking getting in and out of a Lamborghini probably. Uh, and uh, and Shady McCoy was like, he stood there and he read a couple of jokes. He goes, how is this funny? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's like your handwriting's terrible, man. I can't even. But some of the players were, they didn't, you know, for obvious reasons. That that was one of the lessons that I learned this year is 
anything that has bite in it, the players don't want to say. They're yeah, very yeah. cautious. Right. Yeah. And even to. the people who aren't the players, like uh, Ed Ogeron read me a joke, uh, LSU coach, right? So, yeah. Right. I gave him two, and one of them was uh, uh, see if I can pull it out of my ass real quick. Uh, it was something about da- oh the the Pro Bowl is like uh, the TV version of Debbie Does Dallas, uh, <laughs> except that would include more people from Dallas. Mm-hmm. And I saw him read it, and he goes, "Oh, I'm, I'm not touching that one." I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> and then he did the other one, which is on the tape. If you, if, but you can barely understand what he's saying. It's exactly yeah. the problem that you think you're going to have when you get him to read a joke. <laughs> <laughs> the Pro Bowl is a game God you could love. It's not violent. You know, you just have to really lean in to even understand what he's saying. It's fun, though. You just, you literally, you know, Joe Montana is wandering around behind you with a mob of people keeping him from, you know, talking to anybody. I saw Jerry Judy and Derrick Henry and all these characters and and all of the broadcasters come are coming through there. All the big names. We talked to Steve Mariucci and it, it was just great. It was you know for a football nerd, it was just a pleasure top to bottom. Did you, just did you say anything around. really stupid in front of anybody? I'm kind of assuming you had to have said at least one thing. The only thing I got a little bit of a hand slap on was. Uh, uh, Najee, I asked him, I said, you're kind of between quarterbacks. Are you allowed to sort of daydream about what you want, you know, in that spot coming going forward? He goes, next question. <laughs> <laughs> Najee was funny, too, because I, I stu- he knew I was from Georgia. I was kind of giving him some shit. We talked a little bit about the Bulldogs finally winning. And uh, I went to read some of his credits, and I kind of stumbled over one of them. And he goes, ah, Georgia can't even read. You know, he was great. He was really funny. <laughs> I, in doing some research on Najee, I was really blown away. First of all, he was he was like maybe the the top recruit, one of the top few recruits out of high school. Like he was a rock star in high school. He was destroying everybody. And then he had to sit for two years behind uh, Josh Jacobs and uh, Harris, the the running back that went to the Patriots. Um, so he kind of just sat there and didn't play much for two years. Hmm. And then he was an unbelievable, unstoppable monster for two years. And he shattered Derrick Henry's records and some other people. Like it was crazy. He like, he holds some of the big records for Alabama, a place that, I mean, you think about all the running backs that have come out of Alabama. That's astounding. He's going to be a star, man. He's great at catching the ball. He's a really likable personality. He's, he's, uh, we're going to see a lot out of that kid. Way to go, Alabama lover. Yeah, yeah. No, I gave him some shit. <laughs> he, he pushed back a little. It's kind of funny. I'll 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 uh, post that clip too. It, he pushed back a little bit. He was like, you know, it's like Georgia finally went. I don't know how you didn't win when I was a freshman with uh, Tua. I don't know how you didn't win. He went through a couple of places where they should have won. It was interesting. But he goes, you guys deserved it. Guys, it's hard to beat a good team twice when I knew we, had, we were going to have to play you again. I knew it was going to be tough. And he he was cool. I gave him a little razzin. <laughs> razzin. <laughs> a little, little razzin. Uh, you know what I'm dying to do? I'm dying to hear the Kudos song one more time. All right. Let's do it.
that's your walking like an Egyptian version over there. Glad. Appreciate that. Um, I have to give out major props to a podcast listener who was nice enough to send me a can of Skyline Chili. Oh, nice. Which I had last night, and I followed the instructions. This is what you do, apparently. You 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 take the the chili and heat it up, and then you put it over spaghetti. That's right. And then and you then shredded cheese. Shredded cheese, and I did that. I was skeptical, but goddamn, that was good. There's something about that skyline chili. So I gotta give a lot of kudos and taps on the back to skyline chili and to Henry Knapp who sent it over to me. A lot of kudos. Lot That's of kudos. great. You know. You know the original recipe of that stuff is it's it's Greek. It comes from it's the same seasoning they put in the pasticcio and moussaka meat. It's got, it's got a little cinnamon, a little cumin. There's a little sweetness kind of in there. Yeah, it's a little different. I I like that. I would that, do it again. Skyline chili is one of the last regional things in America. It's it's you can only really get it kind of within a couple of hours of Cincy. Otherwise, you don't see it anywhere. It's probably a good thing that the Bengals didn't win. Did you hear that? The, is it TJ Uzmata? He said he, he was going to, if the Bengals won, he was going to bathe in Skyline Chili. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of a fun bet to pay off. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be robbed of that, I guess. I did uh, I did an interview. I, I did the other side of the desk where I ran around a little bit and told my jokes to some radio stations too. And I did one of them where the two hosts had a bet. And whoever won, the other guy was going to have to shave his leg from the knee down. So congratulations, I guess, one of you guys. <laughs> that's, that's a weird one. Just Make your one, friend shave his leg. Just one leg? Just one leg from the knee down. That's a pretty weird bet, but all right. Yeah. But that chili stuff t- makes me think of the way that I make spaghetti. The way I used to make it in Austin, and the way that my grandma taught me how to make it, it's got ketchup and a one sauce in it. Oh my goodness! And you put it in with the with the ground beef in the in the jar of ragu, whatever you got, whatever you can afford, you know, at the at the store. <laughs> not that far off. From I'm not chili. surprised that you have a chili recipe that's whatever you can afford. Yeah. <laughs> it's expensive living Key West, man. <laughs> How long are you there? You're going to miss me, man. I'm I'm only here through the end of May. I'm going to move on to St. Pete next year. Oh, wow. You're moving in May? Yep. Oh, shit, man. Yep. All right. I love Key West. But um, the the exile is, is coming to a close. You know, I'm going to yeah, get back in the real world where I can get in the car and get up to a, a Bulldog game if I have to. Right. You don't go nowhere from Key West. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Takes you four hours to get started anywhere. St. <laughs> Pete, you got access to everything. You got a big ass airport. You got uh yeah. It's a cool town, to man. Skin. I haven't been there in a long time and I spent Christmas there and I really enjoyed it. You can see your mom, you can go play in a poker room, you can yep. you can become a Scientologist. There's a lot of good choices. <laughs> right there. Up to Clearwater. Go to see the Dali Museum. <laughs> that's right, Dali Museum. That's a great one. All right. That'll we'll be go a good fishing. for you. You might be able to get there. <laughs> Couldn't get here. 
Oh, and, and while uh, I got the floor, hey, one quick. second, wait, let me say about the uh, about the All Pro Lines uh, the Football League. I would like to apologize for my embarrassing performance. Oh, yeah, and the repeated failure to follow through with my obligations, and it is one hundred percent because I cannot handle two leagues. There's just no, I cannot <laughs> simply not handle two leagues at the same time. It is. I've played it, with you for 20 years. You can't handle one league. I have won that league before. Just because I've lost it two years in a row does not mean I never won that league. <laughs> now, I, that's one I need to concentrate on. So somebody needs to needs to take over. You know, I'll I'll go ahead and get relegated in the All Pro Lines League because I I just All right. I can't do it. I can't handle it. And especially throwing <laughs> picking picking those teams every week. I'm like. Oh my God! It's Friday again. It's 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 Sunday again. I I and Key West makes it hard to keep up with days. I mean, um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to blame Key West a little bit for it too. But maybe maybe I could get back onto a a, a two league life. But I, I hate splitting my <laughs> splitting my juju. Yeah, yeah. You only have so much to go around, so you definitely have to. <laughs> conserve and uh, be very purposeful with your muju is what you called it juju juju juju, juju. got juju. it okay yes. <laughs> didn't you have barkley in both leagues that's, yes that's I had, the barkley same. screwed me two years in two leagues so um yeah that's the same juju and it took you down to the bottom like an anchor yes <laughs> i didn't lose all pro lines league I, I was i was happy to see some names below me when it was all said and done <laughs> Hey, I've got some great gigs coming up uh, super fast. I'm doing uh, Evansville, Laporte, and Jack. Did we lose them? <laughs> Jack. <laughs> Nobody go see Kostaki out on the road. It's just. <laughs> Those places are all in Indiana, I believe. Yeah. Go to Kostaki.com and uh, go visit Kostaki there for the tour hey, dates. Uh, are you, again, Kostaki. You back? We didn't hear you after Evansville. Oh, Evansville, Jasper, and Laporte, Indiana. Just come find me. Go to Kostaki.com and find all the links, whatever you need. Am I back? Yeah, you're Am I back. still here? We got you. We got you. I got my all-pro line shirt on. It's Did beautiful. You, this is the Heather Red. I tested it out on Glenn. It looked good, so I got one for myself, too. Yep. I'm glad I didn't wear mine. We would have looked stupid. <laughs> I got my championship hat on. University of Georgia football champions. It's a good year for you boys. It's funny that it says football champions, I guess, because, you know, we've had like women's gymnastics champions. We've had a few other champions lately, but this is uh, football. Oh, what is he doing? I got a birthday present for my children. What's that? It's national championships for the wall. Nice. Go dogs. dogs. That's nice. They have that forever. Yep. Go dogs. Go dogs. Go dogs. Go all pro lines. It was a great season, boys. Thanks for uh, thanks for doing it, Glenn. Thanks for being the voice of this crazy thing. We enjoyed that, and uh, you and uh, you and Aaron put together some great drops. Uh, kudos to you, especially Aaron, on that. And Kentucky, kind of marvelous, and Aaron Aaron Hodges. We didn't use that take. What can we get that take again? <laughs> all right, everybody. Thanks so much for a great season. Go Rams. Appreciate you.